This episode is brought to you by The V1 Project. Before we dive into today's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast, I want to tell you about something that's really quite special to me. It's called The V1 Project, and it's all about bringing professional pilots together to create a supportive community. You know, being a pilot is more than just a job. It's a way of life. The V1 Project is here to help you cultivate a core set of values and virtues that will help you enhance not just your career, but all aspects of your life. Many of you have reached out and asked about the Lift Effect Mental Skills course for value-based living. While we're not offering that course right now as a standalone course, we have included it as the first four months of the V1 Project. So if you want to take that course, you got to go into the V1 Project to get it. But here's the thing. The V1 Project is not just about what you learn, it's about who you meet. It's all about building a strong sense of community. Picture yourself surrounded by like-minded individuals, all on a journey to better themselves and to support each other. Our motto says it all. V1 is a place for professional pilots to build community, cultivate and develop and express a core set of values and virtues for optimal living in a supportive community with encouragement and professional guidance. So if you're a professional pilot looking for something more, something that'll take your career and your life to the next level, head on over to thev1project.com. That's www.thev1as as in the number one, not O-N-E, but one, project.com. Join the V1 Project today and let's go. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect Podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple, to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance, to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Lift Effect Podcast, where I'm your host, Carl Keller, along with the man that's always always zenning and in the zone <laughs> my, my partner and main man matt mcneil dude what's going on what's how up? you doing in the zone man <laughs> yeah. yeah right <laughs> yeah well that's what i said zen zone you know yeah zen something like that <laughs> yeah. i got uh i got projects going on i got the electrician is rewiring something i got the fence guys putting in new pieces of fence so Sorry for the pounding if you hear it in the background. But other than that, things are good. What's going on? Awesome. How you uh, doing? Just uh, been a hectic week. and But other than that, I mean, it's just a, uh, I, it's that old, age old thing, you know, you know, uh, you sit there and go, God, things are so boring. I wish something would happen versus the, God, things are so chaotic. I'd love to be bored. Um, mm-hmm. It's and I I'd say right now I'm on the I wish I was bored. <laughs> yeah. yeah, boredom Just, is creativity. You know that's yeah. why I, I hate it when I hear like kids like it seems like their their catchphrase is I'm bored. I'm oh, bored. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. I, I have nothing to do. And it's like you know boredom is actually good. 
Yeah. Oh, it, it's but they're so used to having a device in their face that they can't. Yep. You know, they it's can't a, stand it's that anything. Stimulation, external yep. stimulation, the requirement for it instead of having that creative, no. um, you know, opportunity. It's it's like when they're you're young and it's like every summer there's spring break and summer break and and then later on you go where'd that all go? Yeah, <laughs> it's really awful. Yeah, it's, it's just uh, yeah. As you get older, sometimes you you don't. I can't see sometimes. When you're young, you don't realize how valuable that mm-hmm. that quiet time. I don't want to call it dead space or boredom, but it's just the quiet time, reflective and everything. T T T, man, yeah. time to think. And I would say, yeah. I would say four T's: take time to think. Take time to think. Yeah, you got to schedule it though. What yeah. gets scheduled gets done. What does not get yeah. scheduled gets done by chance. And um, so you know, along those lines, you know, as far as getting in. Uh, you know, taking that time and mm-hmm. and and being able to be creative or focused. Uh, we were saying before in the pre-show, what were we what were we going to talk about today? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's something that has been brought up many times before, and we haven't really delved into it. And this is a good place to talk about getting into the zone, getting focused, getting um, dialed in, and. Um, you know what? This would be a good thing to riff on today. What do you think? Uh, why not? Let's talk about it. I've, get, so, I've gotten quite a few questions about about zones, like what is the zone, or they call them flow moments. There's all the flow research, but I think we know what just getting in the zone means. Mm-hmm. Certainly in the flight environment, I think there's times where we feel like we're in the zone, or in the training environment, or um, whatever. I, I, you know. I have to get in my own zones. I got to do a lot of talks. And so I've got to get into a, either I'm in the zone and I, and I am able to deliver well, or I'm not in the zone and I, I don't deliver well. So you, you can find zones in all aspects of your life. A zone could even be meeting with your, your, you know, your boss or um, a business meeting or a prospect or a meeting with a patient for our, our, medical uh uh listeners but there's the zone just means i think when your functioning is optimized as i define it but there's a way so what what's the question that we should address how do you get in the zone or well i, I think it could how do you be, find it <laughs> i think it could be a combination of all those things but uh mm. I, i'm going to kind of throw something to to ask a question with that and that is Okay. A lot of people that are in the zone are very focused, and it's almost like it's like Lee Malone. He's 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 in the zone. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah. What one of the things I would would always say: What would you call the difference between being in the zone and being fixated? To me, those are yeah. Because uh, somebody that's fixated is also very intently, you know, yeah, on something. And and are they in the zone? And and just a bad zone, or is do you would you think fixated is something different than someone who's in an optimal uh, efficiency yeah. working at on on something? It's a good question. I think I understand it because it's a it's kind of a complicated question. But here's I mean I think when I think about a zone, I think there's uh like three aspects of zone. There's a cognitive aspect which is what are you thinking about? Um, 
you know, and some of that we can break that. We'll, we'll we'll go. Let's go down a rabbit hole on this in a second. But so there's there's the the cognitive piece, the thoughts. There's the emotional piece, um, which is like what are the um, emotions that you're experiencing, and then there's the physio the physiology or the physiological piece, which is what is happening um, energetically in your body. So you've got thinking, you've got emotions, and you've got physiology. Though it's the that's the makeup of zone of zone of zone yeah and so maybe there's times where your mind might be fixating your cognitive piece could be fixating uh where that's appropriate and maybe there's times where it's not appropriate so it just it just depends and then emotionally it's up and down and then there's you know the the physiology of like you know sometimes we get we shake um when we're we're really in the zone and that doesn't always mean a bad thing like some people want to avoid you know they're like don't avoid you know you got to avoid shaking that's a problem no shaking is to keep your body uh it's to excite your body so you can react quickly so there's there's times where you want to you want to use the innate mastery of your your physiology that that it's it's what we're wired up to be able to perform so it's not always a bad thing but like Here's one thing we could do. If, uh, if go ahead, what were you gonna say? All I was gonna do is help maybe define because you just used the word fixate. To mm. me, when I think of fixate, it's uh, it's something where you're just so intent on one thing to the exclusion of all else. You're blocking other things. Yeah, out. yeah. So yeah. Uh, use fixate. I just want to make sure that maybe I'm yeah. looking at it in a different light. Where yeah. they're they you can't even get them. They're just it's like almost a bad. Well, to me, it's a bad thing. When you fix it, can be, something. but sometimes you need to fix it. You need to be able to block everything else out so that you can actually identify, like, for example, where the threat might be or where the, uh, where the, where your attention needs to go, right? If you're distracted mm -hmm. with everything else, that could be a problem. So it's not, fixation is not a, a good thing or a bad thing. It depends. It depends on the context. But what we could do is in terms of like zone, if I could, you want to be a guinea pig? Can I be the? Can, you want to be the guinea pig? <laughs> well, like I'm not. Okay, oh, you, well, you uh, are. My, you are yeah, yeah, the guinea pig. Oh okay. my god, you've just the big guy. He's yeah, the, the guinea go. pig today. Okay, so <laughs> the big guinea pig. So he's the guinea pig, or I'll use myself. No, I don't. Care. No, that's it fine. Doesn't, it doesn't, I'm good. Okay. All right, hey, so I'm good. So like, where? What could be an activity where you can reflect on? Um, of when you're really like in a in a zone. Is it with the fire department? Is it with flying? Is it with? It could be. It could be anything. Business, but just choose something that you can reflect on of where, when you're in a zone, and then we'll break it down. We'll look at the pieces that go into that for you. What's a good situation that we could use? I would say, uh, you know, as far as. I'm going to try and take it back to what people would know versus what I, what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you're, you're in the weather mm -hmm. and you're shooting, uh, an approach, mm -hmm. but you're having to hand fly it okay. and you're flying an ILS. So you're focusing so you're not on, on your cross check. You're on, you're, you're just, you're bringing it down to minimums. Okay. But you're focusing on making sure that you're on course on glide path. Okay. So that's a to me that's a very focus intensive where you've got to keep that cross check okay. constantly going. Okay. So now there's a couple things we could do to break this down. There's one thing you could do would be 
a, a an analysis of of physiological uh, um, expression. We can't do that, right? Because we don't have the tools to do that. So you could do like a a, a logistic regression analysis with biometrics to then be able to determine outcomes. That's with this high level stuff. But another thing you could do is just look at when are you're in in a zone moment and when you're in an, a no zone moment. So what I would want to think about in that situation of you hand flying an approach in weather down to minimums um, is first thing I want to look at is where are your thoughts? Then I want to look at where's your energy level? And then we're going to compare contrast similarities and differences and how we can backwards plan your performance routine to account for the differences between your zone no zone moments. So the first thing I would say is, okay, well, let's look at the task. We're going to, we're going to work backwards. So what is the task requirement um, for you as the human in that situation of hand flying down to minimums? What, what is required of you to really be able to do that optimally? What's your, what's your thoughts on that? What do, you, what do you need to bring to the table to be able to make that happen? And I'm going to write these down on the whiteboard here. Uh, now, are we talking about as far as what I think I need system-wise as far as... Or no, as far as you are concerned. Like, so, for example, like, when I'm doing a speaking engagement, um, I'm just thinking that because I just spoke this week, and I've got an upcoming talk, uh, big, big talk coming up. I've got to be able to bring energy. I've got to bring uh, engagement with the audience. I've got to be able to bring strategy. I've got to be able to prepare... I've got to be able to uh, think about my technical requirements of what I need to make this thing happen. That's the task requirement for me to have a be in, a, in the zone for speaking. So for you in the zone of flying this approach, what are the requirements? What do you got to bring well, for I, you? I, to me, in my mind, I, I got to make sure that I have a good understanding of the approach that okay. I'm flying. If there's anything unique or different that, that I have to take into account. So environmental uh, uh, understanding, right, or aspects? I would say that uh, the, the, procedural, definitely procedural. Okay, um, I'm making notes ma here. Uh, make sure that uh, is there any um, uh, equipment issues on right. my aircraft? Yes, that that yeah. are 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 going to impact that decision, mm -hmm. and often there already is because I'm hand flying. Yes, there, you know, um, what are the uh, aspects that I need to take into account if I either get off course, off glide slope, or hit the point where I need to make a decision on what am I going to do if I can't execute a, a, a proper landing. Right. So I have to, again, make sure that I'm already prepared, that I don't get into this mindset, I'm going to make this work no matter what. Right. You know, that there are limits, and when you hit that missed approach point, uh, you execute and you don't try to sit there and go, oh, one potato, so you, two potato, five. You need tech, technical understanding. Yeah. Discipline is, is, is what I would say also. Okay. Just the fact is that the procedures are there for a purpose. Follow them. Yep. Um, what about you, or like just, just, just in terms uh, well, of your, um, not physiology yet, because we'll get to that. But like, um, do you have to bring some kind of energy, alertness? Well, you, uh, the I task mean, requirement yeah, for you? You want to make sure that you're not... Uh, Usually during those key moments, you're very rarely are you going to be like drowsy or or have any uh -huh. worry about your 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 ability to not focus on something. So 
I, I definitely feel like that you should have that, but to me, that's almost a given. Yeah. I hate to say it like that, but uh, that's just something that you're already, you already know that this is not something that is, um, that you can just let the autopilot do its thing and you're monitoring. You have to actively engage in making yes. uh, uh, what I would say very uh, delicate and finite um, um, changes. Okay, you know? so, so let's do this. So let me reel you in. So let's so in terms of the task requirement, if you had three things that you've gotta you've gotta that has to that's required of you, the human being, it is it sounds like it is uh technical understanding, mm -hmm. right? Um technical understanding. It is um you need the equipment, the uh I would say the technical requirements external requirements have to be there the equipment's got to be working right so technical understanding technical um requirements and what else what about energetically for you do you, you got to be engaged highly engaged yeah i mean you this is this is something where you're like say you're not in a monitoring monitoring role you're right a, so you're, you're an actively active, engaged you're actively okay. and proactively engaged okay actively proactively engaged all right so so you need technical um uh requirements you need um a technological uh understanding technical understanding and you need active proactive uh engagement on yourself that's the task requirements okay so then let's think about physiologically so if you need to have a certain level of energy uh w one to ten where do you need it to be ten is like um it's, ten is like somebody walked in with a grenade <laughs> okay that's like that's like me uh, when I'm thinking of talking. That's like me with like 18 cups of coffee. Like not a probably not a good thing, right? To be that, you know, like engaged. But was and and one is asleep. Where do you need to be physiologically on a scale of one to ten? My answer would be I would need to be at about an eight. Okay. Because that still gives me room if something happens. Because if I feel like yeah. if I'm at a ten, I'm maxed out. You're oh you're you're twitchy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you want to yeah. be very very. Uh, alert but still have the ability to if something else happens that you can react and still address yeah. the issue okay so you're at an eight so now give me three things that you feel in your body when you're at an eight how does that feel physiologically just descriptive <laughs> anything you want <laughs> be weird i f i feel yeah, go for it my hands hands okay my feet okay and my breathing and breath okay those are things that i'm always I, it seems kind of weird you would think about those things but those are things i'm always so very, what, how do they aware of. feel though like so your hands feet and your breath how, but how do those feel are they light are they fast are they relaxed um, are they yeah un unclenched or un in other words where they're like you say relaxed they're relaxed they're, okay like so that when i'm holding the, the yoke i'm almost caressing it light in a way i'm, I'm okay. not clenched and light. Uh, uh very light and i'm so relaxed light and um 
responsive? Calm. Calm, calm. Well, uh, light is calm, right? Or relaxed is calm. No, yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, but yeah, they're, I don't know if I want to call responsive because to me that is part of being responsive. Um, don't overthink it. Just how does it feel in your body? So relaxed, it feels light. Give me one more. Is it deep? You said breath. Yeah, I just, as far as, that's where I went to calm, where I'm not, okay. where I'm not hyper, you know, like I'm breathing heavily or fast. I'm just. Let's say calm breathing. <sighs> yep. Okay. That's why I All kept right. coming back to calm. <laughs> okay. So that's the physiological response. Now, the emotions. What are the emotions? Um, the, the, give me three emotional ingredients that, that when you get on the approach, hand flying in weather, uh, it's it's like okay one two three check I'm there emotionally I'm there no more than three so what what is that so examples could be like present it could be juiced it could be uh, you know what whatever you want to do right I would yeah. say analytical okay in other analytical. words very where I'm 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 analyzing all the things um, mm -hmm. um absorbing and i don't know okay. how to use that word other than the fact is i'm taking all the input that i mean a lot of it's audio also listening to this mm -hmm. is an example mm -hmm. so i'm i'm taking that in absorbed yeah and um give me one more one more emotion are you excited no are you anticipating is there um is there a continuation kind of feeling or is it detached? I always made myself very detached, yeah. so I would I know, say, so I could I go missed. Say, yeah, you know? I want to say that it was where I wasn't, because I couldn't think of the right word. It's where I wasn't invested in in making it happen at, it at happen. all costs. Uh huh. Like uh -huh. you say, where you where you're standing away and going, you know what? My, I, I wanted to. I want to be able to land, but I, sometimes that's out of my control. If the yes. if the if the weather goes below minimums. That's that's yes. not it's not something that I caused. So I, I don't I want just, to sit there and make it yeah. happen. For me, I used to get myself excited to go missed. I, I know it sounds weird, but I'm like I, I'm excited to go missed. I, we're you know this is going to be great. Just, I hope we get to go missed so that I wouldn't be like oh we got to push it we got to push it. Um, but but for but, you, so analytical, you're absorbing the information, absorbed. And what's other thing? Is it resign? It, it, is it? It it goes to what you were kind of saying, but it's like. I'm mentally going over the the misprocedure because you're the it's not something that we do often except mm -hmm. in the Sims. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I'm actually uh, reviewing all the steps, like literally going, okay, I'm gonna, mm -hmm. you know, toga. I'm 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 actually mm -hmm. going through all the the steps in my mind. Right. So emotionally, it's reviewing uh, the steps so that it's. There's, it's not so like from an a, emotional standpoint, though. What do you feel from an emotional standpoint? Prepared. I would call that is, where, you know, I'm, I'm at, at peace. Prepared. With, okay. If that, like I said, I know that's not a great word no, to let's use. Let's go for it. We'll do it. Let's use it. Okay. So that's right the now emotion. the audience is going like, wow. I'm not sure well, I'm getting in the airplane with that boy. Yeah. No, no, no. But this is, I mean, this is how we find the zone of yeah. optimal functioning. So physiology is relaxed, light, calm breathing. The emotions are analytical, absorbed, and prepared. And what are the what are the thoughts now? Think about the self-talk aspect, um, or uh, you know, where does your brain need to be? You can, 
it's you can do it from self-talk or where your brain needs to be. You can do it from either either place. Um, but give me three descriptors that that you feel when you're in that situation, in that zone. And I can give you some for me if you want, but I'm trying not to get fixated. And when I mean mm -hmm. by fixated, focus purely okay, so on don't, airspeed. Don't fixate. Yeah. Yeah, because because it's easy to do. The airspeed starts to get out of out of hand, and then a, mm -hmm. you're dropping everything else out of your cross check. Um, uh, that to me has always been the big one. Um, don't fixate. That's one one thought. Give me two more. Uh, to maintain that state of relaxation, where okay. you're. You're, so you're not tensed up and stay relaxed. And I would argue, based on the task requirements, your pro. And I, I think I'm not trying to give you the answer, but I, I would imagine no. if I was analyzing you, um, is that it would be know the plan. Like the cognitive yep. thing is like no. That's always like okay, we're gonna go mess. This is what it's gonna. Here's the call outs. This is straight ahead up to five thousand left turn, or it's coupled, or you know whatever. However you want to do it. I guess you're hand flying, so it's not coupled. But I, I would imagine it's probably know the plan. Yeah, and that's why I said earlier, yeah. know what I'm going to do if everything goes well and know what yep. I'm going to do and and actually rehearse it in my mind yes. if I don't. Just yep. like It's just like uh, on, on takeoff, you know, yep. for, for prepare for a V1 and a V2 yep. type yeah. cuts. So, okay. So this is good. We've got the task requirements which are, um, I, I wrote something down, I can't read my freaking handwriting, which pisses me <laughs> off. Uh, you have technical... Um, uh, you said environmental. Envi yeah, technical, technical requirements, the, the uh, activity, or, or proactively engaged, right? The physiology, you've got relaxed, light, calm breathing. Emotions, it's analytical, absorbed, and prepared. And thoughts, it's don't fixate, stay relaxed, know the plan. Mm -hmm. That sound about right? Right? For the most part, yeah. That's pretty much where you're at, right? So that's, you can see this works. This is, so that is where you are in your optimal zone when you're at an eight. So from this point, what we really have is the, uh, is the task requirement. And then what, what I would do to make sure that, you know, uh, or what Carl would do to make sure he brings in uh, an eight. So that he can fulfill the task requirements, um, because sometimes people think they know what they what they they want to be, uh, especially if they haven't really given it much thought. And then you want to make sure that the task required and their physiological requirements are compatible. So that's what we're looking for in this in, in finding a zone of of optimized functioning is make sure that the task required and the the physiological requirements are compatibility. Because sometimes there's not. And so you got you got to look out for that. So what we'll start to do here is ask the questions, right? So can these requirements produce this outcome if these were in check? And so you review these things: thought, emotions, physiology, task requirements. We just did that. So for your brain to be able to actually do the task, and then have the what I think of as the energy engagement, uh, the strategy. Um, is a 8 out of 10 where you need to be optimally 
or is it is it is it higher or is it lower because sometimes when you do this you're like you know I probably don't need to be at an eight i probably i probably need to be at a six to be optimized because sometimes if i'm too amped right it might actually get in the way if i'm too relaxed i'm too disengaged so you want to compare I Does would that give make an sense? Yeah, I yeah. would give you an example where I would be at a six. Okay. And that would be on a on a visual approach during the day. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm, I'm basically flying as if I'm doing, a, a you know, an, in the weather, but it's not. And I, so I already know that I don't have all of the same environmental concerns. Mm-hmm. The, the the outcome is 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 a is assured to a much higher degree. Um, and I was thinking about it, you know, because I never thought of myself being, well, you know, from zero to 10 the reason i would say an eight is to me if if i have to go misapproach it's something i've I've mentally rehearsed but it's still something i wasn't planning on doing then i would start uh, i would up my game a little bit more to like say an eight and a half or a nine and the 10 would be is during that misapproach now i have uh, something else happens an engine fire that so that there's still that room for growth but i'm elevated because it's already things that we're not normally doing we're not normally doing a hand flying to minimums approach in the weather that's yeah. so to me there's I, I can't give a reason why i would be at a six even even if somebody had twenty thousand hours they may be more comfortable and relaxed but they they have to be mentally at that higher level than to me a six is on that kind of scale would be yeah. a, a low yeah so okay, but so for but for the original task requirement of hand flying in weather, mm-hmm. does the eight knowing that you've got to be the tech? There's technical requirements, there's technological requirements, there's um, engaged requirements from a task perspective. You've got to be relaxed, light, have calm breathing. You've got to be analytical, absorbed, and prepared. And you can't fixate. You've got to stay relaxed, and you have to know the plan. Does the eight feel correct? I think it does. Yeah. Okay, Kurt. Great. So that's great. So what we need, we need, and again, we just want to make sure that what you think your task requirements are to fulfill the task, uh, that those kind of match up, that they marry up, right? So that's, and once we have this, then what we would do, which we're not going to do today, because this is where coaching takes many, several sessions to do this correctly. And I would be, I mean, Carl is very self-aware. He's, he's done this a lot. He knows, you know, this is somebody that's got a lot of experience. He's probably thought through some of this, but so it takes a long time. And this is, you know, we did this in 15 minutes. Normally I would take maybe an hour or two to really kind of like discuss this and break this down. Uh, But once we have this, then we would develop the three to five steps in your routine that would help you get uh, to get there. So that you can then intentionally put yourself into the zone of optimal functioning um, with intention, which is different than just hoping we get there, right? Which is how most people approach it. So like, ah, I just, you know, I, I got there or I didn't get there. And it's like, but you can actually override that and you can get yourself there when you need to get there. And so this is where the, this informs. So what we did is we, we looked at the analysis to then try to inform the routine. This isn't the routine. Um, this simply helps get the uh, the 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 routine get to these points, and then I would, if I was coaching Carl, I would then help develop a routine that he could use with physiological cues and 
and and psychological cues and emotional cues to then just help him just flip the switch and just get there using his requirements and, and understanding his physiology, his emotions, and his, his cognitive uh, processes. I so think this go. is a little bit different for me because those are all things that I have done over and over and mm -hmm. over again, but I've never really th thought about each piece of those yeah. and verbalized it until just now about yep. all those things. I'm constantly thinking all of them, and some of them, I think, over the years, some people have taught, you know, they always said, hey, how do you, uh, if you start having that death grip on the yoke, that's why I say about my feet, start wiggling your toes. It, it, it's hard to keep your hands, like I said, small yeah. little things like that to help me get back to where I'm not adversely impacting yeah. the, the task at hand. But I've never really thought about telling somebody, hey, I break it down and here's all the three different key components of each of those. Right. So this is kind of a little bit different yep. for me. Even yep. though, and and to think about it, I didn't even think about why is an eight. Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I've just, never really thought about that before. Yeah. How was that to even just go through that? Just from yeah, your it, experience? Yeah, it, it is because it, it also it is, and it it helps you sit there and go, okay. It gives you a little bit. Like, I'm, I've always been someone that tried to an, I try to analyze what I did, mm -hmm. and after the fact, I look and go, why did I do what I did? Especially if it, it during the sim, it's always go, why did I do what I did? especially if there was an adverse impact. I did something wrong or I need to do it better. Right, right. So I can go, okay, often it's not the fact of what I did wrong. It's what led up to doing it wrong. Yes. Because uh, almost always there's something you could have broken the chain of events on. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've always felt like I need to analyze things and go, because if I can stop that, that from happening, the odds are I won't have that uh, a bad end result that That's occurred right. during that that particular event in the sim yeah. so to look at this this way yeah because if you start looking at going uh something's missing uh because there i i gotta believe you there's times you've done approaches and there's something kind of nagging yeah. you back yeah and you're just not quite sure it's just uh, something's off yep but without thinking it like you say through all these different individual components it's kind of hard to sit there what is it that's missing I know something's missing. What is it? If you've never really described it here, I think if you start describing those things, it's kind of, okay, what's that missing piece? Yes. And you go, okay, that's the missing piece. Now, why is it missing? Yep. So well, in that regard, I, mean, I think if you don't do that, it's harder to get to that point. Well, it's kind of by, you get there by luck or just by experience, but this is a way, if you think about it, this is a way to, to get a much quicker path to to being able to make decisions correctly if you're using some of these metrics you understand them y you don't have to like sort of just arrive there by by chance or just from experience you can you can short you don't need to go get 20,000 hours of flying to understand when to how to put yourself into a zone into the zone to of flying hand flying approaches and weather you know at night or whatever it is so i i it's it's really powerful, but you know most people don't do this stuff unless there's a need. Well, for let it. me let me flip the switch here now mm. on it. We were talking about ourselves. Yep. Now you and I are a crew. We're yep. flying an approach. It's your approach. Okay. You're in the zone. Yep. What can I do to compliment you, or when I feel like you're you're zoning out? 
Right. How, well, where are some tools to help with here's that? The, but here's how we would do that. I, I don't know if I can answer that. Here's how I would, here's, here's how I would answer this. Let's look at the task. So that was the task requirements for pilot flying. Let's now break it down. What are the task requirements for pilot for the monitoring? PNF. That's, that's right. The, the pilot not flying, pilot monitoring, PM. What, what is those task requirements? They're different. Oh, They're very no. different, right? Huge. And, and physiologically, what does it feel like? What does the emotions uh, content feel like? What is the, the cognitive, the thinking feel like? What are you looking for? And so that's, that's really optimal functioning is when you know what you're, how to get in the zone of the, the monitoring role. So you heard approach. me mm -hmm. on the, 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 the PF. Mm -hmm. Now, how about the PNF? Uh, I'll okay. throw that at you and, so for and me, get those I'm same things. Okay, so task requirement would be um, comms because you're PNF. So your 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 comms, you are backing up uh, the the pilot flying with the technical knowledge, understanding the procedure, when to go missed, what are the minimums, making sure those are set correctly, making sure that the instrumentation. That there aren't, you know, flags that are getting missed. Um, so I so callouts, you know, callouts. Making sure that the callouts are there. Uh, absolutely. So, so to me, it would be, it would be communication requirements because that's your your you're communicating with approach. It would be technical knowledge of the approach, and I think it would be making sure that the the callouts are correct and accurate. So that's the that's the the t let's just say that's the task requirements. And again, I'm doing this really fast. I would if we were really doing this, we would spend a, a quite a bit of time listing out all the tasks. And then what you'll find is is probably you could lump them into several categories. Mm -hmm. But this is just for an example, right? So don't hold me to this. Get some emails like, oh, you missed this and you missed that. Like, yeah, okay, oh my whatever. god, I never want to fly right. with you. Right, exactly. It's like, <laughs> don't worry, you don't won't. Worry. Don't worry, you won't. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> exactly. Um, so there's a task. Ta there's the task requirements. I was like, D watch, I'll be back at the airlines in yeah. a year. Yeah, like, no oh kidding. shit. No, oh my god, yeah. I did have to fly right. with that guy. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> then my physiology, physiological requirements are. Um, relax like physiologically my body is much more relaxed because my hands aren't on the yoke or on the throttle um or on the rudder pedals so i'm 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 keeping myself very relaxed but ready especially depending on the seat you're in and the experience level of the person you're flying with um i'm ready to take the controls if i need to okay that's so uh, ready to intervene ready to intervene yeah um so it's relaxed it's light and it's quick that's that's what i'm thinking as as the pilot monitoring emotional level um i am focusing on being engaged because hey you know he's got it what the hell uh Especially if you're looking for lights and stuff, you know, like you want to be very engaged and alert. I want to be supportive. And I want to be prepared. Same for you. It's interesting. It's a lot of, a lot of mirroring. I'm not, I'm not looking at yours until I say mine and then I look down at yours. So what I said, I said engaged. Supportive. Supportive and prepared. And prepared. 
And then my thought process is um, big picture because I need to be, I've got the advantage of, of not, not really fixating. So I'm looking at all, watching everything. I'm also looking outside to look yeah, at the, your eyes out. For lights. I'm eyes out. Uh, but I'm also monitoring that, you know, we're hitting those altitudes and that, the you know, we're not going deflected or anything like that. Um, but I'm eyes out. So I'm, I'm kind of getting big picture. So don't fixate. Get big picture. Be prepared to go missed. Plan. Plan. It was just, just no, no plan continuation bias on this. I am like, you know, okay, you're going to hit Toga, bring up the flight director, bring the power up, pitch into the flight director, you know, missed approach, positive rate, gear up, speed, heading, you know, whatever, you know, just like, what are my call outs? So I'm, and I'm really rehearsed of what my call outs are going to be and what is the actual procedure, especially if we're flying by hand, yeah. you know, that's a tricky thing. I mean, you, you need to know um like your jet chart you know what is the yeah you know and turn and the altitude and, and sometimes too like you're going in chicago this happened many times like you know he's going to make you he's going to take you off of the the published and he's going to tell you turn left 270 climb 5000 you know you you kind of know the guys ahead of you what's happening so you can anticipate that now but you're prepared hey he may just keep you on the published so you, you don't want to get down that rabbit hole but hey he's sending everybody else to 270 up to five that's probably going to be what we're going to get so it's you're kind of just staying ahead yep. of of where you need to be so staying ahead um would you look that under picture. no plan continue continuation bias or is yeah i i would say stay stay staying ahead it falls into that so just call it staying ahead okay so that's my those are my task requirements for physiological emotional and thought uh, cognitive so yours are yeah. task requirements calm technology call outs physio more relaxed ready to intervene and quick yeah. uh, emotional engaged supportive prepared and thought is big picture no plan continuation bias and staying ahead that's right so now i'm going to ask you zero to ten where are you at what is that um i'm at a five okay yeah uh, and five, why five because i don't want to be asleep right I, I, but I need, I need some level of relaxation to be able to absorb the big picture, to not fixate. If I get, when I get real intense, I know my own physiology, my own cognitive stuff. When I'm like at a nine, like when I'm like fired up, man, I'm juiced and just like raw, you know, I tend to fixate hard on, on like, I'm going to run through that pile, you know, like that's like the running back in me. Like, I'm just going to plow into those people and i and so i don't need to be there when i'm monitoring nope. i need to be chilled back i need to be stepped back uh in supportive and so a five if i'm at a three i'm kind of like checked out like i'm like just not engaged that's not proper support that's like maybe he'll catch this if it goes far enough bad but a five or a six i'm like I'm engaged, but I'm not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting in the way of Carl trying to do his th of, of Carl's zone, right? So I'm here to back you up, and yeah, that's I'd, where I need to be. And I'd yeah. be between a six, probably closer to a seven, is where yeah. I. I think I would that all because I would have almost all of the same things. Yeah, uh, if not exactly yeah. the same. Would you be if you were the pilot flying? Would you be at an eight, or would you be yeah, yeah. somewhere else? Uh, I'd be. I'd be at an eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight or a nine, 
uh, depending. I mean, if it's, um, you know, I did Aspen for a long time and you're at a nine or a 10. Because Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. I mean, these are very dangerous airports and it's, it's, it's you know, it's moderate every time. Even and in nice weather sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's a, you know, the mist is an extraction procedure and it's like, you know, it's- A night it's, approaching to LaGuardia is another one. It's high, yeah, there's a lot of, it's it's high threat. It can be challenging. It's high threat. And so, like, yeah. you really need to be on your game um, for that. But you don't want to be at a 10 because nope. then you're, you're, you're twitching so fast that, you know, you're fixing. I think you're also and, maxed out. You have no- Oh, you know, your the, adrenaline is yeah. just- and then you're dead. You got to do that yep. four, three or four times in a day. Oh yeah! Oh my you're god! Gonna, go missed approach after that, and then you're just it's just. And we would, you know, Aspen. They would. You'd be like, they'd be like, go try it again because we're fee for departure. We're fee. You know, we want to get them in, and so it's like, you know, okay, let's. We we would never try it once and, and bail. We tried a couple mm -hmm. times, and so you know, and you got to do that in a small condensed t a period of time. You need to have some ability to like you know have enough energy to be able to do this and not max yourself out so it's it's a uh... i would throw one last comment in all of this and i think it's something that we all need to work on and that is and sometimes people are you're in a better place than others to do it and that is you need to be honest with yourself yep um because there are certain times things are escalating or going uh, out of your ability to handle and you need to be able to make the decision. You know what? I'm not. I can't do that, or mm -hmm. we shouldn't do that because it's not about your ego. It's about being accomplishing whatever the task is at hand, and not at not at the not saying, "Oh, I'm going to make it work no matter what." Sometimes yeah. that puts you in a lot worse place than going. You know what? You know, uh, uh, it's it's better to to take the more conservative approach. Just I just oh, want no, to throw that out there. That's why knowing your signs yeah. and your symptoms yep. are a really key awareness yes, of like, and, and one is that I think that the, the advantage is you can get yourself into the zone quicker when you know you can pair up a routine yep. to get in there. But sometimes yes. you're like, you know what? I, I don't have it in me. You know, I'm just not, I'm, I'm tired and I'm flight, not there. And yeah. you know, especially the, uh, the, the long, over, long haul overseas, and then you all of a sudden get into really bad weather that wasn't expected. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I will say that this was a very different um, podcast today. Not quite what I, something different than we've ever done. It's uh, it's really interesting to, to kind of bounce off and see where we would go with things. Yep. If you had to look back on today, what would be the takeaway for for today um ooh, you stumped me on that one um i think it's know thyself as uh, that's what i would have that's, said is yeah you gotta you gotta know who you are yeah. and and just saying i know myself yeah. bull you don't you've yeah. got to really you got to be able to break it down like this is an example of breaking it down to really know thyself there's a lot that goes into it I agree, and and I guess how I would say when you just said that is look at when things went well versus when they didn't, mm -hmm. and what was the difference, and that's will help you know yourself a little bit yes. as to and because that will help a lot. Um, we appreciate you listening uh, uh, to this. Please let us know if this this kind of role playing is something that uh, you liked, because there are so many other things that uh, Matt has talked about over 
the last almost year's worth of podcasts where we probably could have done something very similar to this. Um, it, this is actually quite different, something a little bit... Um, and it was, un- my, it was unplanned. <laughs> it was, and it's a little actually a little bit out of my comfort zone yeah. just because it's not something I really have ever really, you know, would, would mm-hmm. think about talking about, but it helps you learn yourself, and maybe you might learn something about yourself when you hear other people that are talking about it going, yeah, that's me, or, you know, I wouldn't do it quite like that. So mm-hmm. please let us know if you like this uh, f- this kind of role-playing format, and uh, we might be able to do some others in the future. Um, as always... Please give us a thumbs up, a like, a review. Please tell people about us. We are, we've gotten a lot of uh, input and a lot of, uh, of downloads. We just want to keep it growing because we want to reach more people. We thank you as always. We appreciate you and we can't wait to see you uh, listening in on our next podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance-related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect podcast.